Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Emma Project Podcast. I'm your host, Wen Xin. I do one project a year, hence the Emma Project. Since 2016, I have dived into Italy, minimalism, sociology, website, diet, bullet journal, faith, and art. Join me on my annual project 2023, which is podcasting, where in this channel I will talk about my annual projects since 2016. Additionally, I would also cover topics such as career, relationship, travel, finance, lifestyle, and everything else in between. So sit back, relax, and join me exploring life via my annual project. Let's go. Hello, welcome to another episode. So today I will be spending some time to tell you about the origin of the Anor Project, and also to share a little bit on what I think the future of Anor Project could be, and what really drives the Anor Project is the value of curiosity. So the overarching theme of this episode will be on curiosity. Let's go. So I do need to jog back down the memory of me being a child. I grew up in a typical Asian household family. I am the eldest of in in the family, having two younger brothers. In a way, my mom doesn't really force me to excel, but I did enroll in a local prime Chinese primary school. It was quite competitive in nature, and I remember the vivid turning point was when I was eleven years old, which is standard five in. Primary school, and I find finally climbed to the top three of the class, and in a way, that is when there is no turning back on the overachiever route. So I guess since then, whatever and how much or how many I do, I felt I do have the need to do it at my best. So since then, very studious, very disciplined, and apart from that, being at Studies. I also have been periodically been interested in many other different things. So I started baking since I was pretty young. I got into fitness as well, reading, and actually I thought what's what's funny is I think I've just been pretty good at copying things. So painting was alright for me. I was into Chinese calligraphy as part of the studies as well. And also quite an adventurous person in terms of like traveling or kind of like camping, those kind of things. So a lot of these forms the foundation of my life. So I do accredit my childhood, teenage years, and my twenties, just in general being very curious about life. Like actually, like probably like all adults. So I just have like a lot of interest and a lot of curiosity in myself. In a way, I am glad that I have this innate value in me. However, after a while, I do feel this level of curiosity, or this way of exploration, isn't the most beneficial. As in, in a way, I do have short attention span. I couldn't finish one project, then I jump on the other. I couldn't really finish a book, then I jump on the other, which cons, which actually contribute to a. Buying books problem. Then、uh, again, as I shared in the introduction, this doesn't really bother me. But I start to realize that I am really a jack of all trades or a Jane of all trades, 
and I am really being master of none because I couldn't finish a project that I just started. So while that doesn't really bother me, it's something that I'm aware of that that is something that I would probably need to tackle. So fast forward to sometime in 2015, and I think I come across um, Taching Xie, a performance artist from Taiwan, in maybe on two occasions. One is shared by my radio friend Sumin. Hi Sumin, if you're hearing this, sometime in 2015 or earlier, she shared me this, the work of this performance artist, and he famously does like one year performance somewhere in the 70s and 80s and he documented in a very dramatic way as well that goes into gallery for shows so that's where i probably have this idea of an annual project kind of thing that ink in my brain and separately i think i came across another performance artist marina abramovich whom also is connected to touching share i think they know each other so and then from there I think I look into touching Xie again. So that's how like his work kind of inspired this concept. And then move on to November 2015. This is where the idea came about. So I still have the note I made of my iPhone back then. I mean thank God for Apple making all this syncing effort that works seamlessly between changing phones, right? So I have this annual birthday project penned down on 3rd November 2015. So it, I wrote here, A gift to myself which takes a year to prepare, inspired by Teqing Xie, published three days after my birthday, presented in the most interesting, creative, meaningful way. May in what friends? So I have like, brain dump of like 20 odd projects i'm just gonna read up a few malaysia in 365 days food in 52 days books in 26 weeks draw my life 12 piano covers which i actually did like on ig story three instruments um sociology which i did in 2018 sign language and others as well so this idea just panned out in late 2015 and I did start my first project in 2016. I suppose in 1st January 2016, I started on Italy because that's where I traveled with an Italian travel partner around Australia and that kind of strikes a core in me about getting interested in Italy. So I remember I was cooking a lot of Italian dishes. I took off uh, introduction to Italian language. I watch Italian series, and I think somewhere in April or so, I created Instagram to document it. So my project, my Instagram handle is at Daniel Project. I do not have another personal Instagram account. So it was a very good year of exploring Italy. I even went to Italy for my graduation trip. So that was a very lovely year of kickstarting it and. I immediately do have the momentum to continue on and that's where in 2017 I work on minimalism and this is my ultimate favorite project because it's just so life-changing in terms of how minimalism is part of my life. I would definitely spend a number of episodes on minimalism and to share my version of minimalism because I think maybe some friends around me just felt that you are minimalist. 
yeah so again the definition of minimalist can be really loose and i think i will spend like another hours or two to talk about it but definitely not in this episode so yes minimalism is my ultimate favorite um i had very good momentum that year i did a lot of things that is very life-changing and in a way still a habit till this day but minimalism minimalism is a journey i find things have evolved on how i deal with things material things and how do i deal with wants and needs as well so yes again very life-changing year in terms of the work with annual project on minimalism then in 2018 i did sociology so sociology in a way is if i could turn back in time and choose a degree or studies that would impact my life differently i think i would choose sociology and i know that the work or the profession or the career choices that comes out of sociology can be limited but i do find so much joy and interest learning sociology back then in a course so i wanted to redeem myself to dedicate a year to study sociology but that didn't quite work out this is quite a failed project because sociology is such a an academic course and i just didn't have the brain capacity to study after work so that particular year sociology wasn't the best but in a way i still appreciate it i'm still very interested in sociology i hope i'm able to pick it up one day or to in a way just explore sociology with my day-to-day life i think sociology is around us every day it is the study of society after all and we are embedded in this society that has so much sociological theories to explain our day-to-day life so that is the whole gist about me trying to study sociology for a year then sometime in 2019 also a very weird year i did dedicated a year to trying to build a website and I built it through Wix.com. Um, that also didn't quite work out. I only launched the website in December. I think it was Boxing Day, 26 December 2019 in Sydney, Australia, when I was visiting my friend. It's I I think I would credit the failure to just me focusing a lot on my career that year. So I really didn't have energy after work to be in the computer, in front of the computer to work on building a website. But I felt that 2019 little effort was very foundational for the whole Anna project because I bought my domain. I still have my domain. I built the basic layout of the Anna project. And at least that gives me another platform to play with via the end project so while it didn't quite work out i do see or at least appreciate the effort back then then to 2020 i did two projects in one it's diet x bullet journal because i was really wanting to fix my diet for a very long time and i'm still fixing it but at the same time a friend gifted me a bullet journal like the actual bullet journal version by the German brand I'm not gonna even attempt no not going to so um and I do have an interest in bullet journal for a long time as well because I've been using planner and I've been in a way 
journaling a lot in my so-called planner. So I just want to do two in one. So it was supposed to be 80% diet and 20% bullet journal. But it in reality, it actually flipped. I did more on bullet journal and then 20% on diet. Um, again, I think bullet journal was very life-changing for me as well. Um, I think it evolved to a very natural habit now. I go to my bullet journal for tracking my habit, pouring my heart out, organize my life a little, even though digital journal or my digital calendar has taken over some of the functions that I use bullet journal for. But bullet journal, again, very strong foundation or habit that I use to work on my life. And then there comes diet, which... Uh, um, Nope, not something that I have cracked, unfortunately. But I hope I can track it via my personal goal in 2023. So that's on diet. Then in 2021, I worked on faith. Faith here meant uh, me exploring religions and spirituality. So in 2020, I did go through quite a mental challenge. There were some key milestones that happened that year, but their result on me feeling not grounded and insecure because I went through an episode at work that kind of shaked my faith on people. So I wanted to spend 2021 to learn about religion and spirituality because it's not something that I was exposed to in my life. And I guess pandemic kind of contribute to just kind of want to have faith in life a little bit. So naturally, I chose 2021, and it's also one of my favorite projects, probably second to minimalism or third. Um, it was a year I tried to explore four religions, Buddhism, New Age, spirituality, Islam, and Christianity. But of course, I think I managed to explore or scrap the su- surface of three um, three being Islam, Christianity, and New Age spirituality. Well, to be honest, most people spend their whole lifetime trying to study or devote to one religion. And I was trying to do four in one. Definitely, that's not going to work. But I do scrape the surface very mildly. And that mild scrape, I also felt like I've learned so much. I'm so grateful for the people who has allowed me to join yes religious religions religious activities and they include me and they are patient in my question as well it was really eye-opening to learn a few in a year but eventually i felt what i resonated most strongly is actually buddhism and new age spirituality so i think moving forward i will still be openly exploring religions but at the same time, I will just anchor my spiritual belief in the two areas that I chose that chose to be resonated with. So faith is also a very interesting one. And here comes last year, 2022, on art. For the longest time, I have wanted to learn um, copper plate calligraphy. Yes, copper plate calligraphy. Um, I've been admiring the art via Instagram for a very long time. So I was deciding between do I want to focus on copper plate calligraphy only or do I want to work on general art? So again, me being me, I chose art instead, but I know my major focus would be on calligraphy. 
So again, also a very interesting years of discovering art, uh, not just by producing artwork, but also to expose myself to workshops, to galleries, to observations of things as well. So art was really fun. I also incorporated some of the art on my bullet journal as well. So again, um, it's a project that I like. So it's definitely on my top three. I can't decide between faith or art. Who's going to get number two or number three? But yes, so art is something is here to stay as well. I'm still quite interested and invested in calligraphy. And I do think I want to venture into painting a little bit more, namely watercolor painting a little bit more this year. So hopefully that is just part of the hobby that I do. And then here comes 2023 on podcasting. It started off with me starting a podcast channel with my very dear friend, Natasha. Yeah, so I took over to convert it to the annual project. And this is only the first month of doing this. So I aim to do a weekly podcast. It's quite a lot actually to produce it all by yourself and also to have a full-time corporate job and also other things in life to juggle. But I think one essence I learned is you make time for things that matter to you and you can adjust. But at the same time, prioritize yourself, prioritize that you need rest sometime. So I th- I wouldn't be too hard on the t- on the one week, one episode thing, but I do would aim for it now. I think I'm able to plan for it. But if I have time and I need to miss one week, and I think that is the okay thing to do as well. So yes, that's me explaining the past seven projects plus this year project. So in summary, do I still get distracted? Oh yes, I do. Um, I do get distracted halfway through the year, or I find my interest is no longer as strong as I hope it would be. But I find the whole annual project or one year one project format It's a very good way for me to address a hobby or interest or topic at a time. And all these topics are things that, you know, will be still very beneficial in life. The past projects still recurs. I still look into my previous projects, like as Italy is still my favorite country. I still work on minimalism. Sociology is still at the back of my mind. I now have website as another platform podcast and is another platform of mine so all of these still will still matters and i do visit it from time to time so yes i do find the whole concept works very well for me so i here would like to encourage you to take a project on your own it doesn't have to be an project but just start on something that you have always wanted to work on um, do note that it will not be beta of roses like I shared the above. Um, I definitely have like at least three projects that I would declare as failure. And for the longest time as well, I struggled with the momentum. Like the momentum of putting time for the project and also document it. But I think over the years, especially um, in Q4 2022, I managed to grasp the momentum and find ways to work on it as well so here i have a few tips to share about you starting your own project something that i draw from learnings from like seven years of doing this firstly is to align the project 
with your true wants or true objective. So some projects, it's really just me trying to satisfy a one from the past. So I didn't resonate as strongly. Sometimes I probably have already, the ones is no longer as top priority, but I still went with it because I've decided on that other project sometime in June last year. So in a way, just check in with yourself. Is this project still something you want to do? Still a great interest of yours? If yes, at least just align it. You can still change it and it's okay to change it as well. But in a way, if you align with the true ones and objective, your motivation is quite anchored at that point. So that is point number one. Secondly, dedicate an amount of time to do it. I find it beneficial when I schedule an amount of time to do something specific about the project. So it's like I would probably dedicate around dedicate around four to six hours a week, like an hour after work. Usually it stretches to two, three hours. Then sometime when I'm going to schedule my Instagram post. So it's just a dedicate an amount of time to do it and it kind of works because it gives you like you've already allocated time for something. So that becomes natural that when the time comes, you would go for it. The third one, the third point is something that I interestingly only realized it much later, which is to use your strength. Use what you were good at skills-wise to help you in the project. So like for the longest time, I struggled with momentum, but I forgot that my, one of my strengths, one of my good skills is planning. So I planned my schedule. I planned the project. Just give it like a rough direction or action plan. Some years I follow, some years I don't. But if I use the strand to its right way, to use my planning skills at the right way, I was able to push for the momentum that I appreciate. So do think, do consider what strand you have and use it to your advantage to complete or do the project. The fourth point is just an advice. Don't be too hard on yourself. Um, This is the project, your own project. Um, There are days that you slip. There are days that you just don't feel like working on it. It happens to me all the time. Don't be too hard on yourself and you really don't have to be too hard on yourself. Just really enjoy the journey as much as you want to enjoy the outcome of it. The last point is also on the mindset. I think my project matters more to me or matter most to me and it doesn't matter as much to others. In a way, I want to distill my learning and document it for people for reference. But all these projects that I've started since 2016 are personal to me. Are So... You do it your way. You do it your style. There is no need to take into, to care so much about what people think because eventually what matters more is what that project means to you. So this is also one thought that I have. There is no expectations that you are trying to achieve from the external, mainly just internal. So I just do it for fun. Okay, so the, we're coming to almost the end. Before I end it, um, definitely to share a little bit about the future of Annual Project. Um, interestingly, Annual Project has become an integral life area for myself as a passion project. 
Um, of course, I think back in 2016, I wasn't thinking that it would evolve to this way, but it has become. It has become a side by side life, hustling life area with my job. It's like the job is like me dedicating nine to six on to earn my income to establish a career that that I would do for 20, 30 years. But this is like me dedicating, but Animal Project is like me dedicating the rest of my time trying to learn something about life, not just like a work or income skill in a way. So that has been quite interesting of how this hobby style project has become a very important life area for myself. And in a way, I do want it forever. I hope that this is a forever thing that I can do it for the rest of my life. Again, it is a very a lot of commitment. I dare not promise that I can do it to the end of my life. But just imagine when I'm 50, I started the project when I was 24, 25. So imagine when I'm 50, I would have like 25 or 26 annual projects to look back. How nice it would be. So I think a note that I gave myself is the project can be as big as something and it can also be as small as something it can be a photo a day so uh, there was also this concept called project 365 it's just as simple as taking a project a day and post it up so i just want to remind myself that even though in some years that i may not do it as big i can also do it as small as something um, I do have big plans in mind as well about expanding the annual project. But at the same time, I am really taking one step at a time. Um, as mentioned, I have a full-time corporate job. And I also have other life areas to take care of, like my social life, my personal lifestyle. I have a home to take care of as well. So there's a lot going on. Um, but yes, let's see. Again, using my planning strength to my advantage. Let's see how can I plan these big plans in mind and trying to see where it goes. And I didn't really look back at my past projects in a in like a review sense. It was only this year when I'm doing this um annual project 2020 2023 on podcasting. I was just listing down my projects and doing like a dot point review. This is the eighth year of me doing Anna Project. And wow, I have really come a long way. So now I do have three platforms. I do have an Instagram account, I have a website, and now I have a podcast channel as well. And I do have a number of years of content to share and couple with like my thoughts about all these adult things, adult thing um, values and learnings and milestones. I do think Anna Project has some potential, um, but let's see how far I can push Anna Project. Since now I have like a refresh outlook on career, and I have a slightly different thoughts about hustling as well. Um, but some of it are still work in progress, so I'm equally as excited to see where Anna Project could be. But at the same time, not being too hard on myself, um, it really depends on how my life turns out. So hopefully you get somewhere. So as much as I'm asking you to stay tuned, I am also staying tuned myself. And with that, um, we have come to the end of this episode. Uh, I hope this episode share you some views about the past seven years of annual projects 
and also pro- probably what the episodes could potentially have. I would definitely touch on minimalism. I will touch on bullet journal. I would touch on faith. I would touch on art. And hopefully I get to develop the website a little bit more as well. Um, and also you will share on other adulting topics like career, relationship, finance, travel, and lifestyle as well. So yes, stay tuned and stay curious. Bye! Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to this episode and for spending time with me on the Emerald Project Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you are keeping up well. I always appreciate comments and feedback. And if you have a topic you would like me to talk about, or better still, be a guest in my podcast, do reach out to me. I'm on Instagram where my handle is at The Annual Project and my website is www.theannualproject.com. If you have not already, please follow me on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and Spotify channels for new episodes. See you next time. Bye!